Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where three best friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what we like. This week is Trailer Park Boys with special guest Ian. My name is Jeff, and in the late 90s or early 2000s, my cousin and I were admins of an AOL chat room called No Holds Barred, which was a turn-based wrestling league featuring real or made-up wrestlers. We would type a move, then type slash roll and the chat roll the d6 <laughs> whoever's roll was higher performed that move there's no punchline here my name is jimmy and i've given both my cats full names <laughs> my name is dan and last week i fell asleep while eating popcorn and i woke up with a handful of popcorn still in my hand <laughs> Um, uh, my name is uh, Ian Mondrick, and when I was 35 years old, I got chicken pox for the first time. <laughs> that was one of the funniest and scariest things I've ever witnessed happen to an adult that I know. I was, I mean, you guys, you've seen pictures of it, right? I know I was oh, seeing yeah. pictures at the time. But yes. Apparently, uh, I was born before the uh, chicken pox vaccine was standardized. Oh, yeah, and, I think we all were. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I never got it as a kid. I just kind of like managed to dodge that bullet and got it as a 35-year-old man. And uh, it's really bad when you get it as an adult. Like, it's life-threatening, or at least that's what they told me. At no point in time did I feel like my life was being threatened. I did feel very sick, but I never felt like, you know, the sort of Damocles was hanging over my head or anything like that. But. Yeah, so moral of the story, vaccinate your kids. We need that We need that herd oh, immunity. Well, yeah, like yeah. chicken pox isn't even a thing anymore. I was just thinking about that the other day, like... Kids, kids don't know what it's like to peel a pock off the pee hole. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> so we should I was, say. I was so lucky. <laughs> we should say, for those of you who may have missed out a few episodes ago, uh, when we had Ian on, he was our guest host, and he talked us into Letterkenny. I encourage you all to go back and listen to that. And we had such a fun time with our buddy Ian. We decided to invite him back for our chance to talk him into something. <laughs> Yeah, into another Canadian sitcom. I, I want to say I almost feel a little tacked, a little attacked because <laughs> of the, the first, <laughs> such a good. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Ian, we wanted to have you back to talk you into what is sort of uh, the sister sitcom to uh, Letterkenny, which is uh, Trailer Park Boys. So welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, to my eternal pleasure and gratitude I get to return. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, you know what's funny is that uh, the episode that we recorded with Ian hasn't even come out yet, so it could be <laughs> hated. Like people yeah. could really just like really dislike him, and we'll have no idea until it. Yeah, it's like coming back three weeks another away from one. recording now that that's dropping, and then this is coming out in like two months. I don't even know. Yeah, I yeah, I was about to say, oh, I I was I was brought back due to uh, audience demand, and then I was like, wait, the show hasn't <laughs> shown up in my feed yet. I'm like, so I don't. 
Well, you're brought back due to host demand, and we decided to uh, make you a full unofficial member, like the fifth Beatles. So you dropped Ooh. in with a uh, random fact, and you're going to be joining us in the next segment. You're going to become a full toy boy, a T-O-I, talk ourselves into boy. I love it. <laughs> do you want to just get into that? Let's just do it, right? Well, first, I want to say to close out this segment in the words of the great DJ Khaled, another one. (laughs) So if you're listening to the podcast, that was pretty funny. But if you're watching Dan say another one, it's very funny. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, please isolate that five second clip and put it on YouTube as soon as possible. Yeah, please. No explanation. Please make a gif and I will just send it to everybody all the time with no explanation. We the greatest uh, podcast video, but uh, oh, okay. Jim, what the hell, Jim? You recorded video last so time in. <sighs> okay, you're the worst. So, uh, <laughs> should we start off with Ian since he's a special guest? Yeah, Ian, what have you been talking yourself into this week? I have been talking myself into playing more video games. Oh boy, oh I dig wow, it. this yeah. is this is I a you and Jimmy s- conversation. I think that, yeah. and I mean, I, I know when I was bringing this to the table, I was kind of like, well, it kind of just sounds silly. Like, it's like, I'm trying to talk myself into being a nicer person or something like, <laughs> but, but really my thing is, is that I, I realized that I, um, I don't have a lot of, uh, downtime, right? Like, <clears throat> and, um, I've been, sure. I've been putting off traditional video games, like console video games and stuff like that in lieu of like stuff that I would play on my phone or contest just, of champions, um, bro. Yeah, Conscious Champions is that's a that should be the next yeah. that should if I do another episode I should try to talk you guys into that that's an uphill <laughs> battle, um, but um, but yeah I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto recently I've been playing a lot of Fortnite because I have a nine year old uh, recently and they are um, I'm having a lot more fun with like traditional console games and like I'm now in the era of quarantine I'm finding myself okay to like hey like I can sit down for two hours and like lose myself in a game with some friends and like not feel guilty about it. Um, which right. I think has done a lot of uh, so I think what I'm trying to talk myself into is okay wasting time doing menial stuff like <laughs> that. Yeah, I totally feel that. I'm also a video game boy, uh, so I've been playing a whole lot of Animal Crossing in this quarantine. <laughs> I am I am simultaneously jealous and glad that I do not have a copy of um, Animal Crossing because it looks phenomenal and it definitely looks like like I see I see people selling tulips and. I don't know, oh, yeah. bluebells or whatever. And I'm just like, that looks like <laughs> stuff I could get into. I had, there. Like, I had no dealing, desire. I'm dealing blueberries. I had no desire to play Animal Crossing, but I follow uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And now that she has Animal Crossing and she's just paying people <laughs> visits and just giving them life-affirming affir- advice and like hugs and stuff, I'm like, should I buy Animal Crossing? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the thing that Elijah Wood showed up to. Like, yeah, Elijah Wood offered I was just to buy bring that up. Well, and then this is like, and okay, and again, there it doesn't seem like there are a lot of animals. I see a lot of a lot of dudes and a lot of girls selling tulips and berries and stuff. I don't see a whole lot well, of. Well, they're they're cars. crossing by where the animals live to go sell each other. <laughs> oh, okay. Tulips. So the villagers on the actual village are animals, but like your character, so like. If you're playing like as a character and you're visiting somebody else's island, you're you're like a person. Okay. So like, oh, so NPCs, all the villagers that live on, yes, NPCs are the animals. Uh. What's your favorite type of animal in the game, and how many times have you crossed it, Jimmy? <laughs> um, there's a robot frog called Ribot. Wow. Yeah. Ribot. His name is Ribot. Wasn't that an Ethan? Wasn't that an Ethan Van Skyver character? Cyber uh, frog. It sounds I, like it. I choose not to speak about him. 
Yeah, f- that dude. Oh, he- Ooh, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Uh, oh, it's a recurring joke now. Oh, um, yeah, now you got it. Uh, there's also a, uh, I think he's like a, he's like a small penguin or something. His name is Wade, and he looks like such a dork, and I love him. <laughs> All right, so, Ian, you're playing more video games. Jeff, what are you talking yourself into this week? I'm going to pass. I'll go, I'll go last. I'll go last. Oh. Okay, Jimmy? Mine's visual. Okay. <laughs> oh boy that's great uh, for do you podcasts. want me to record for that yeah yeah jim you could record for it all right i'll uh, i'll set that up while i'm talking about it uh this week i was talking myself into a movie that dan is probably going to be mad at me for never seeing <laughs> uh it was uh the graduate oh, oh classic yeah. classic film very, very good movie from the uh, 1960s I, yes uh highly recommend it uh, Dan knows that I'm a very big fan of Simon and Garfunkel, so of course I was really into the music for it. Well, also I, um, I don't want to I don't want to slut shame you here, Jim, but you are notoriously famous, at least on this podcast, for liking all coming of age stories, and mm-hmm. you missed out on <laughs> the coming of age story of movies. I know, and it is literally like the plot. Well, it's not the plot, but it's the same premise as the movie that I'm writing right now. Uh-oh. Uh, where it's a, it's a guy, like, getting out of college, and he's sort of figuring himself out. And, so the plot uh, of most movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks thanks for uh, dragging me down right there. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, And it's also, like, sort of a love story or whatever. But I actually did, after, writing, after watching it, I wrote in a little uh, graduate reference in my movie. So, Jimmy... Um, you're you're telling me that your movie is about a guy who gets out of college now hear me out he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life and also yep. on top of that there's a love element is that what you're oh, telling yeah. me well it's is not so much learn, is he gonna learn something about himself and about life will he come out the other oh. end of the film changed and fundamentally different <laughs> yeah uh i mean he knows what he wants to do with his life but oh. he just can't get that opportunity right now you're writing a magic um, and, mike sequel aren't you yeah i am <laughs> you got it magic miker uh, quadruple xl but anyway i really mike. like the graduate oh hope, i'm glad to uh, hear that yeah no it was really good um i've i've never seen the graduate you know what uh, to I be honest with you it. i think it's a little overrated Really? I think it's an important film, but I find the uh, second act to be a little bit of a slog. I find the works yeah, of Nietzsche to be a bit derivative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first half was definitely a little bit more upbeat, but um, I liked it. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. That's cool. Uh, so uh, Dan. It's, it's my turn, I guess, because Jeff is demanding that he go last. I demand it. <clears throat> I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> um <laughs> So I am talking myself into building the new Talk Me Into Studios. Oh, Oh. this is big news. So you guys may have heard a little bit about this, but I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast. Um, My sister and my niece, who you hear in the opening uh, theme song, used to live with me and they have moved out uh, right before quarantine. So I've got some empty rooms in my house uh, and I haven't really known exactly what I wanted to do with them. But now I'll move in with you, Dan. No, that didn't work. We tried that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't work. Um, so I have decided through endless hours of staring at empty rooms in quarantine that I'm going to turn the larger room into a big office slash recording studio. So 
I have begun to prepare for that. Uh, I'm going to paint and I bought some furniture. I bought a sweet futon so that we can be comfy. And if we need to, we can have slumber parties. Oh my God. I was just going to say, could we all just like cuddle together under a blanket like a big old cuddle puddle i mean i'm pretty and sure could, that's gonna be we in turn talk me into see, into I, an asmr boy cast that's episode 100 i want to see like i want to see like the three of you in matching pajamas like spooning each other in bed <laughs> and then like there's a toaster with like three like like <clears throat> slots in it like three eggo waffles all pop up yeah <laughs> you guys are actually describing episode 100 talk me into uh, slumber parties <laughs> i want to be the middleest spoon Okay, so yeah, and uh, once uh, Ikea opens, I have a large desk uh, that I'm going to purchase, and uh, we're going to have a studio. I'm, I'm even thinking of getting, like, a big graphic made of our logo and putting it on the wall. It's going to be sweet. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, that's such a chick magnet. You're going to do so well in the dating you department. Guys are, man, you guys are going to be just like Joe Rogan. It's going to be... <laughs> I mean, I mean, just, just like him. Well, it's going to be really cool after I spend the money. And then like a week later, Jeff's like, I'm quitting the podcast so I can lay in bed with my wife more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you're inspiring me to like buy new equipment and stuff. Do it, Jim. Yeah, have do, a whole Jim, set uh, that you could leave here. Jim, spend your spend money on it. And $1,200 to get four really nice microphones. <laughs> thanks, Obama. I mean, Trump signed <laughs> yeah. it, but thanks, Obama. Yeah. So oh, Jeff, that's true. I could, I could yes. have gotten four microphones. Yeah, Jeff, what are you talking yourself into this week visually that will be visually, great for the listeners? It, it's going to be great. It's you know, like we always say, sometimes we talk ourselves into big things. Sometimes we talk ourselves into little things. This is just a small little thing, and I don't know how it's going to go over visually. But I am talking myself into becoming a father. Oh, oh shit. Oh. You're going to drop that on us over a podcast, <laughs> you piece of shit wow. friend? Holy shit. Over to, to my friends, yes. Can you put that yep, back up? Because my screen was ironically wow. frozen. Yep, that's that's it right there. Oh, so, man. Um, Congratulations. So, thank you. Because of uh, quarantine, no no office would allow me to go to, um, to see the ultrasound. So last week I had to cancel so I could drive to Pennsylvania, where somebody actually let me in the room. Wow. So that's why uh, we postponed last week. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's exciting and scary as f- sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Oh, my God. It is so unbelievably terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm already it is terrified. A constant. Ho- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, the train just. <laughs> you never get off. You know when you get off? When you die. That's when you get off. It's amazing. You're going to love it. No, no. Listen, I will say this. It never stops being horrifying. You just re- get really good at turning the volume down on horrifying. Yeah. Like you get really good. Like horrifying's constantly in the background yelling at you and you're like, I don't even hear it. What are you talking about? Um, wow. But uh, congratulations, man. Yeah. You're going to do great. You're going to be so happy. Thank it's, you. It's tell it's Lindsay. Uh, like, tell Lindsay congratulations. I will. It, it has like feet and stuff. It was like moving. <laughs> That's it's really weird. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. Guys, oh, this is great because you talk to it more than I do, so you get to hear all of that like basic, um, like existential realism that people get, like when they have a kid, like you know, like I created a life, like you know what I mean? You're gonna have to, like, he, you guys are gonna be discussing things, and he's gonna drop like, well, as a father, I feel that. Oh, yeah, but, so good. but Ian, it's like when someone it's like when someone discovers they're they're an atheist and they're insufferable for six weeks. 
You know what I mean? Where it's just like they just want to be like, you know what? And it's like, oh, shut the like, sorry, Jim. Yeah, but Ian, <laughs> this is Jeff. So the next time we'll hear about this kid is he'll be like, oh, by the way, my son's graduating college. <laughs> so I like I legit, just turned four. I legit had the conversation with Lindsay. I was like, I don't want to tell anybody until like we're holding it. Just like a total surprise. Just be like, that is such oh, a Jeff move. Here's my child. This is we made this. This is the the thing that is now in your life as well, everybody. So, uh, so how far how along is she? Mom? Uh, Eleven weeks and three days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, how's your How's your mom? She excited? Oh yeah, she screamed on the top of her lungs for like five <laughs> minutes straight. There's a video of it. It's pretty hilarious. I'll show you guys off uh, podcast how funny it is. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh well listen if you wild. ever need any any advice on fatherhood or anything like that do not call me I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the worst call Jimmy he's a great cat dad yeah yeah, yeah honestly probably call him before me <laughs> he'll tell you I'm like is he purring or Jeff uh, he'll tell you about all the best laser pointers all the best sticks with strings <laughs> I mean yeah but for a two year old it's not really that bad yeah I mean yeah. kids have done more with less. All right. Well, when yeah, we so come back, train. Oh, sorry. We Jeff. are going to we are going to uh, go from talking about the magic of creating a life to uh, three guys who uh, smoke weed in Canada. Yeah, it's equally as important. <laughs> hey. Okay, fellas, nice. and Ian. Oh, wow. You're so uh, combative yeah, so this morning. Yeah. I'm not a fella. I'm a gentleman. That's why yeah. I got that special distinction. You're oh, a distinguished oh. gentleman. I'm a st- oh. So uh, th- we said earlier at the beginning of the episode that Ian was on a few episodes ago to talk us into Letterkenny. And inevitably, when you watch Letterkenny, you can make comparisons to Trailer Park Boys, which is another very successful Canadian television series uh has some similar tropes and themes it's uh like some lower class individuals and their hijinks and uh so we thought it would be fun to have ian back and talk him into trailer park boys because i don't believe you've seen it ian what is your current exposure to the trailer park boys i uh have not seen it although uh like similar to my experience with letter kenny um i have had several people um, recommended, and this is people recommended it before I had seen Letterkenny, and when I spoke of my love for Letterkenny, people had re- recommended it for me as well. So I'm on that verge where I'm like, okay, like I'm, I feel like I'm going to be easily convinced, but I've, I've never seen it. At yeah. this point, I've never seen it. And so, so Jeff and Jimmy, I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure we all love Trailer Park Boys, but well, let's talk about how we got into it, just for Ian's background knowledge. So I was I worked at a place uh, I was working in a warehouse for six and a half years and I worked with a, a cast of characters is a nice way to say it. Um, hmm. Some uh, one of those characters was Dan's uncle and sister. Uh, but this one girl that I worked with, she was kind of kind of strange. Uh, not like she was just a little little off. But she was nice and she tried to make small talk and, and I absolutely loathed it. And she suggested a band once. I forgot what they were called, but I listened. I was like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not going to listen to anything else she suggests ever. Um, and then she was like, oh, have, have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys? And she described it very terribly. And I was like, that sounds awful. <laughs> um, and this was 
it, I don't think Netflix streaming existed yet. This is maybe like 2008 or nine. So I found some kind of torrent site on my phone that lets you watch free TV on my break. And I was like, oh, this is that show. Let me just watch a little bit of it. I watched like five minutes and I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I don't really I'm not I'm not digging this flash forward a couple of years and Dan and I are hanging out with our friend Seth and he was like, oh, I've been watching Trailer Park Boys. And I, I told the same story I just told now and uh, whatever happened, we ended up watching it on his bed in his bedroom. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, Dan, but yeah, we, we watched the first episode and I was like, OK, that was fine. He's like, no, no, no. But like it, you got to watch it because like it gets really and by like the second or third episode, I was like, this is amazing. I'm hooked on this. This is great. Jimmy, how did that, you? That's uh, my story. How did you get into Trailer Park Boys? Uh, you. So you should know the answer. I have uh, no, no memory. Uh, <laughs> there was a there was a period of time where Dan was living uh, in the floor below me, and uh, not we were in the out, floor, like, like in the <laughs> apartment yeah, uh, below, in, inside the. Floor. I was like a little cute little rat, all snuggled up in <laughs> he the was floor. The telltale heart. You were, you were hiding uh, from the Third Reich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So um, Dan and I were hanging out a lot. We were watching a whole lot of TV and you're like, hey, have you seen or heard of Trailer Park Boys? And I was like, nope, never heard of it. And uh, you were watching it. I think you might have been watching it for the first time. I'm not sure, but um, it might have even been a rewatch. But we were like in season three or something like that. And um, I believe it might have even been one of the episodes that we were watching now. But uh, uh, it was like in the thick of it. I didn't know anything about the characters. You were kind of explaining it as it was going along. And yeah, it was you kind of described it as sort of like um, it, it was sort of like The Office, but with like really shitty people. <laughs> Uh, because it, it's like a mockumentary and uh, it's really improvisational. And uh, yeah, I was hooked pretty much ever since because uh, you just forced me to watch it. Yeah. And uh, luckily, I ended up enjoying it. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was really good. And I highly recommend it to everybody. Yeah, I, I'm I, glad you I'm glad that you brought up like the mockumentary and compared it to The Office, because I don't know if we'll get into that later, but I guess I'll just say it now. Um, Trailer Park Boys, it started, the show started in 2001. It was a continuation of like a really low budget movie from the creators from 1999. And mockumentaries aren't new. They've been around for a while. I guess the most famous early one maybe was Spinal Tap. Um, I'm sure there were some before then that mm. I don't know. But this is before Sounds The right. Office. So like The Office super popularized it, you know, just blew the genre up. But this is this is pre-Office, pre-UK Office office like the same year maybe a year before i think uk office like 2002 maybe yeah um, and I, so this this also predates that i wow. think we should also say um just to give ian a little bit of background that so as jeff mentioned this started in about 2001 there was a, a little independent short film called trailer park boys uh released in 1999 that the series creator um mike i think his name is mike clattenberg clattenberg yeah yeah i forget his first name but so he made this little short film. It, it became sort of like a locally popular, and that's what got him the TV series. It was on a Canadian channel showcase in 2001. Yep. 2001 and, uh, to 2007 was yeah, the first run. But really, it took off in the U.S. when it came to Netflix, um, right. which I don't have a date on, but I was a little bit of an early adopter. Uh, coincidentally, when I was getting tattooed, my tattoo artist was a huge Trailer Park Boys fan. And he had the DVDs before it was ever on Netflix. And he would actually like play them while I was getting tattooed. So I would see little bits here and there, but I never got around to actually like buying the DVDs. But then as soon as it came to Netflix, he told me and I got on it pretty quick. 
Don't you have a print from him too? I do. Yeah, my my tattoo artist Davey A. He doesn't even actually That's tattoo cool. anymore. So but he's got he did a uh, like a flashy of all different Trailer Park Boys tattoo designs. So Ian, um, there's there's a lot of content for Trailer Park Boys. Like um, there's the first movie. There's seven seasons of uh, when it was on Showcase. There's several movies sprinkled in there. Like if you there's is a continuity. Like the movies actually fall into certain places. Um, and then Netflix bought the rights, and there have been eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, five more Netflix seasons, which vary in quality. Yeah, some some is good. It's spotty, um, but they also have like live stuff. They have series where they travel. They have animated series. Actually, the second season of their animated series is dropping next week as of recording this. And uh, that's actually better than the live action stuff recently. But we have curated a very specific, uh, reasonably length uh list for you to watch and i believe all of them fall within like the first seven seasons um because we think that these are just re- they the emblematic of the show yeah it, the it really the crop. yeah and i mean there's there's a it was very difficult trying to decide what episodes to pick because immediately like we were all like we want this one we want this one we want yeah. this one we want this one but we also want this but like we just went with our first choices um okay. so there there is a lot of so, so if you like these there's so many more uh ways to enjoy trailer park boys i will i will say this uh i was unaware that this predated the uk office and i think that is a sort of pedigree where you go oh wow like uh, i was having a conversation last night about the um uh one of the two things that make up uh, big brother um uh, uh, uh jackass it's big brother and cky or something yeah uh, so it was kind of like uh, there were a lot of people who jumped on Jackass, but it was there was this like if you kind of have the pre knowledge or understand that like all of this stuff existed beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, you you give it a little bit more uh, respect. Well, I mean, even Jackass, you can trace that back to just skating videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I, that had a pretty crazy evolution. Yeah. So just so just kind of understanding that now is like I I just kind of thought it was like a couple of seasons that these guys did, and then I I thought there was like a movie or two. So I wasn't aware that it was as expansive. Um, you know, because yeah, I, there's I, there's 105 episodes and 10 specials. So the specials include like how, uh, Christmas episodes in between seasons, full and, length and, movies. It's it's pretty pretty crazy. Um, and I wanted to keep my experience just to the episodes, so I didn't look around too much. Uh, but they also do like podcasts too, or something like that. Yeah, they, they started the that a couple of years ago. There's a, there's a video podcast which. Um, I don't follow religiously. I was when it first started. I was into it. It's good. Um, it's definitely are they in, a, are they in character or are they just them talking? They're in character. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, one thing we should say. Character. We should say that the three main characters uh, are played by John Paul Tremblay, Rob Wells, and Mike Smith, and uh, they are always in character. I don't think I've ever seen them out of character. Um, they did make a movie called Swearnet where they played themselves playing the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, they've done a couple. Th- they also had another show, um, the Drunk and on Drugs Happy Fun Time, something like that. It was it was that crew, but like it was a totally different show, unrelated to Trailer Park Boys. But and Ian, it wasn't it wasn't great. So like they're really good with these characters. But I, I think you'll like it, Ian, because um, it has some of the uh, like memorable fast cracking dialogue of letter kenny and uh 
and I think from what I know of you, you're you can get into that whole like mockumentary thing, like you mentioned the British Office and stuff like that. So I think yeah. uh, the episodes we picked to you are are, are going to be pretty strong. They are incredibly quotable too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. When we come back, Ian will have finally watched Trailer Park Boys, and we will uh, see if see if he so, likes it. See if we so, talked him into it. I'm so interested to see if I like it. Let's run down the list that we gave Ian, just so we know, so the listeners know what we're going to be spoiling in the second half of the episode. We asked Ian to watch season three, episode three, which is called, If I Can't Smoke and Swear, I'm F***ed. Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, Jim. We asked Ian to watch season four, episode four, The Green Bastard. Season four, episode five, Conky. Season four, episode six, If You Love Something, Set It Free. And season six, episode three, High Definition Piss Jugs. So, Ian, just... Uh- it's it's funny. The the middle three episodes are season four, episode four, five, yeah. and six. We didn't know that. We were just like, we want the Green Bastard, we want Conky, we want Steve French, and it just so happens that those three episodes we love are back to back. It's crazy. So season four is a highlight. It's a powerhouse season. I guess so. I oh, guess it is. Sure, I mean, they're yeah. short seasons, so it's definitely uh, one of the top seasons. But well, I mean, there, there's some great stuff in like seasons one, two, five, seven, and like eleven was good. <laughs> right, off, right off the bat, I'm going to say this right now. Season 6, Episode 3, High Definition Piss Jugs. Great name for an episode. <laughs> All right, so when we come back, we're going to find out what Ian thought, and we're going to spoil the heck out of Trailer Park Boys. Okay, fellas, welcome back to Talk Me Into. I'm your guest host, Ian, and with me are three other guys. Yeah, we're, I'm a guy. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. And we're all dudes. We're all dudes, hey. hey. Yeah. Most of us have glasses. All of us have beards. Most of us also have receding hairlines. Oh, actually. I don't have a beard. And I don't have glasses. Do I have we a little all... bit of a beard there, Dan? I, do I see a little bit of like... Scruff. Scruff? It's I mean, scruff. Yeah. is it is it... Is it is it like is it just you haven't shaved or is yeah. it... Yeah. Oh. It's technically what it's I... It's just that your jeans are weak. Yeah, so I can't grow a beard. No, 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 wait, hold on. Let me just, I just to defend myself, do you have hair on your face right now? Me? Do you have hair on your face right now? Yes, just a little Sabir. bit. Severe. It's what I call Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Se- Illinois, 60652. 60652? Yeah, nice. But it's beard though, and I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ian. Yes. You, you have watched some Trailer Park Boys. I have watched, I have gone above and beyond the call of duty. Oh. I watched the uh, six episodes. Five. Uh, five episodes we talked about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a sixth episode that I took notes for on here because you uh, incorrectly listed. You did. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you this, that. You you called it uh, season seven, episode three, high definition piss jugs. Who, me? Yeah, I had, a, I had a changed it on our list. But yeah, because oh, I was like, oh, I, so, I'm starting to watch the wrong one. So I um, also watched season seven, episode three, uh, <laughs> Three Good Men Are Dead. And oh, then uh, that's a good then, one, too, though. And then to refresh myself this morning while, while I was waking up, I put on and I watched about the first really only like the first five minutes of season 12, episode one, Chlamydia. Just to see I, the difference. Oh. I haven't even uh, seen that one. That. Okay. We'll get into that. You, well, let's, let's, you haven't seen it? No. Yes, you have. We had a... Oh, wait, no. Season 12 is the most recent one. Yeah, you haven't watched that. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Uh, Ian, why don't we start with If I Can't Smoke and Swear, I'm f***ed. Sorry, Jim. 
So, if I can't smoke and swear, I'm f sorry, Jim. Uh, Julian gets the idea to commit various small crimes instead of one large crime to ensure <laughs> yes. they won't get sent to prison for their transgressions. <laughs> Ricky needs to buy more nicotine patches for him and his daughter. <laughs> The Who's boys. like, what would you say? She's like eight or nine at the time? Yeah, uh, probably I'd ten at most. That. Seven, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, uh, The boys set up an illegal gas station and Leahy and his heterosexual life mate, who I, I couldn't find his name. Randy. Uh, Randy okay. Bobandy. Uh, put cameras on their car to catch them in the act, culminating in a court case at the end. And by the way, Ian, I don't know if it's been revealed at this point in season three, but as you will find out, Randy is not his heterosexual life mate. He is his homosexual life mate. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. They turn out to be lovers. So there's so when I when I was rewatching all of these, there's I so much stuff that I'm like, I know this, but Ian won't, because there's so many side characters that as you watch over time, just grow and like slowly. So by the time you get to like season whatever, like Leahy's a total like he like he's kind of like um Danny DeVito and it's always sunny, right? As Frank Reynolds, he just gets crazier and crazier and like his hair He's gets more disheveled. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> right, so okay. so I hope we picked episodes that weren't too confusing for you. I have some notes. Well, there was a thing where I got to a part where I was like, oh, I guess this is happening now. But then I'm, I'm trying to realize that like there's huge jumps in some of my viewing. So right. Um, yeah. So right from the start here, uh, his insolent daughter, like unflinchingly needing nicotine patches <laughs> is like some <laughs> dark humor. Sorry, Jimmy. Um, it is like, and it's presented in such a honest way. Just no, like, a, no, not honest. Like, so like in, in such a, it's not, it's not dressed up. Right. Like, like, um, there aren't a lot of punchlines in trailer park boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of like, Hey, here's the setup and here's them knocking it down. It's, it's just more like, situational. Daddy, I need nicotine patches. And me going, oh, <laughs> And then what? she's pissed that he's taking the nicotine patches. Right. And like, I'm you're like, supposed to share them. Yeah. And then he's like ripping a piece off for her and shit. And, uh, and then like, I'm like, okay, well, something funny is going to come of this. There's going to be some sort of weird situational thing where like the nicotine patch. And it's like, nope. No, that's, that's it. Yeah. The joke is his daughter's on nicotine patches, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and one of the things that keeps building, like I told you about, is the car and how it's disheveled, and the hockey stick, or the, they call it the clearing stick. Like okay. the car just falls apart over time. It starts out as just like yep. a normal car that he lives in, and by so this like, point in season three, there's no doors on it. There's just garbage on it. it. It's it. So at one point, it doesn't have a roof. It's just crazy. The, so my second note was uh, the hockey stick to knock the trash off the roof. <laughs> I really, it really made, that made me laugh. I was like, that's, uh, so I really like that. Um, and then like, yeah, there, uh, yeah, again, like not having punchlines, but there were lines that I found humorous. Like uh, uh, when he's siphoning gas and he's like, Supreme, can't believe Leahy burns Supreme. I'm like, all right, like that's, oh, yeah, so like, good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Um, when Corey and Jacob are like, how can you tell the difference? He's like, well, you know, Diesel's a little tangier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he's and when they're they're selling the gas, it's like, how do I know which one's which? And he's like, but like and he's explaining like the different tastes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, that's that's horrifying. Um 
Another thing uh, that that I don't know if you picked up on, but a recurring theme is that the three main characters are always in and out of jail. So like they're okay with going to jail, but they still kind of yeah. don't want to. Like sometimes they right. want they prefer to be in jail. Well, they uh, well I think it's this episode too, where uh, Julian's like, "I'm not going back to jail, Ricky." Right. Ricky's like, "Julian, stop talking bad about jail. Jail's cool." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a penalty. It just kind of seems like a, a, a burden. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I gotta go to jail. Yeah, um, Yeah, I uh, I was expecting Bubbles to make, like, a really big first impression on me. Like, I was really expecting this. I was like, oh, like, because, I mean, seeing a lot of the promotional materials and stuff like that, obviously Bubbles is right. sort of like you right. know, the, bu- the bug eyes and the glasses. And I was kind of like, all right, like, this obviously maybe isn't to, like a really bubbles heavy episode or something and i'm not, like I'll, I'll, not terribly yeah I'll, I'll wait for him to uh well and we'll talk about him later i did like his um, scene in the gas station when they were robbing jacob and by accident and like bubbles is just he's so afraid and like nervous and just like he doesn't want to do this stuff but he's so loyal and just in it <laughs> like he's almost the straight guy but he's not. It's, it's a weird line that he totes. Well, that's yeah, another he, great it, little line, too, where he's uh, uh, Ricky is trying to explain to Julian that they did not rob the gas station. And Bubbles is like, well, Rick, you, you took your gun out and you left without <laughs> paying for anything. So that's that's pretty much a robbery. Yeah, he's the moral center. I mean, he likes, cat, you know, he takes care of cats and he does all yeah, this, yeah. you know, so he's the, he's the, um, the. I will also say that, and I think Jeff and Jimmy can probably back me up on this, that I don't think they knew what they had in Bubbles for a while. Right. He, he right. definitely like. I was going to say, in, yeah. in the first season, he's rarely in it. Yeah. Like, he's more of a background character. Sure. Uh, he, he becomes more of like the trio that sort of forms, uh, like. Around like this season and the next season, especially. So my my last note for this season um, is kind of where the trouble begins with Trailer Park Boys for me. Uh oh. So I couldn't help but make Letterkenny comparisons, right? And of course, we'll talk about we'll talk about that later. Um, but right off the bat, what I was struck by um, was like I couldn't help but see this. All right, like so. Uh, obviously, it is a, a Canadian. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, right? Or or. Always Sunny in Philadelphia is an American version of the trailer park. Okay. I guess it's right. a more, more I can comparison. see that, yeah. But I had trouble making this comparison, and I don't know what it was, but there is this awful Harmony Corinne movie called Gummo. Um, okay. And if you've never seen Gummo and you're not aware of it, Harmony Crin is this director who made like kids and he's like this uh, kind of like, I guess like they call him like an artsy, like avant-garde director or whatever. I'm not a huge fan. Right. Oh, uh, he made that movie Spring Breakers. Uh, yeah, where, no, uh, I, I know. I'm not and the beach bum, huh? He made the beach bum recently with Matthew sure. McConaughey. So uh, this movie Gummo is like this horror movie, <laughs> essentially about like <laughs> these these white trash people in like rural Ohio and this town like after like a tornado goes through. And like I watched it once as, as a kid and I was just like shaken by how horrible and depraved everything seemed. And it was like. I, I, this, this little insidious thread of like, I feel like I'm watching Gummo and hmm. like, I started to get like certain parts of it while I was laughing. Like the, the nicotine scene is a perfect thing. I was really laughing at it. But after I watched the episode, I was kind of like, oh, like I, I felt like really dirty and bad. I'm just like, oh man. I'm like, that's really, it's like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but noticing 
the inescapable darkness of this humor. All right. And, and so there's, uh, there is a difference between this and it's always sunny where if you watch this entire series, there are moments when you see that they're human and they do have lighter moments. I mean, they're not like, they don't shine through. Like there's no episode that like ends on like a super happy note, but you see that these characters, they do have motivations. They do have, um, you know, they love their family. They love their friends. Whereas it's always sunny. is just 100% depraved trailer. Well, park if, voice is like 82% depraved. And I think it also doesn't help that it's like, and I mean, it, it, it leans so hard on it. Like, I mean, it's, it's a low budget or a no budget show, let's say right about, pe- about people who have no money. So it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It would be weird if you were watching this and it was like, you know, three cameras and, you know, well-staged scenes, like the, 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 the shaky handheld nature of it is almost kind of like, like a plus, but that also kind of just leans on like, it almost just seems like I'm watching a snuff film at times. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but so, but I like this episode a lot. I thought this episode was really good. Um, I thought, uh, I thought, I, I thought you guys did a really good job of, of giving me an episode that kind of introduced me to everybody. Um, and, uh, and it was pretty easy for me to like get what was going on even being three episodes into nice. it. Nice. So what did you, uh, oh, what, what did you think of the, uh, the courtroom scene at the end? It, it sort of like introduces this whole, um, uh, Ricky sort of like talking himself out of things. Yeah. He's this very is good at that. We find, this is Ricky's superpowers. Yeah. Ricky's superpowers that he can talk his way out of most crimes. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um, I thought that was really funny. I, I liked it. I mean, it, it, it had all the hallmarks of a, of a, I don't know. It's like, I, I feel we're like saying it's like, it, like, it seems like a real episode. It's like, I'm almost surprised because of how chaotic and messy the whole thing is. <laughs> yeah. well, I was kind of like, huh? Like they told the story and like, it had a beginning, a middle and an end. I was like, Oh, I wasn't really expecting that. Cause it just, yeah. everything just seems like a mess. And also this is what, like 2004. Right. So, I mean like we're, yeah, yeah. there's 16 years in the past and I'm watching it for the first time. So it's like, um, but yeah, I, 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 I liked it. I, I thought the courtroom scene was good. Um, and I, yeah, obviously, obviously Ricky, I think is the, the lead, right? I mean, like there's, there's no, uh, there's no I bigger mean, character than Ricky. Like that's from my viewing. Like I, I, would, see him as I would say theme. yes, slightly uh, throughout the series. It is the three main characters, but I would say Ricky overall definitely yeah. is, is. Well, we follow point. Ricky's point of view, I would say for the most part. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause I, I was waiting. I, I will say this like over the whole thing. Like I didn't. I never really got a, a clear love for Julian. Like Julian always just kind of seemed to be there in a lot of scenes. Mm-hmm. Julian you know I mean? winds up being the straight man for a lot of it. And right. he sort of advances the plot for a lot of the overarching themes. Julian I've, does have great episodes though. Like there I are love some the episode great where he has, stuff, a, yeah. I have some he notes has to on, take care of the dog is so good. I have yeah. some notes on, I have some notes on Julian. We'll talk about that. All right. So we're all okay. comic book fans. We've all been to comic book conventions. We were all uh, fans of artists and creators. Um, and the only commission that I ever bought was of <laughs> the green bastard uh, because it's such a funny, weird character that, uh, I was going to go to Boston Comic-Con in 2012 and then uh, the terrorism attacks happened. So they canceled it, but I had already commissioned this. So the artist uh, JK Woodward ended up mailing it to me, but yeah, it's the only commission I ever bought. Cause it's just uh, at the time I was like totally in trailer park boys. And I had an idea of getting commissions of like uh, comedy characters that I like. And this is, I stopped at this one, um, but yeah, it's, I, I like, I like this episode is what I'm saying. Uh, Ian, what'd you think about the green bastard? 
Uh, should I read the? I wrote a little. Should I read like the? Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. you you wrote that uh, synopsis. Well, so before? I kind of or you I got it of off just, of Wikipedia. I got it off of uh, Netflix. I kind of like bastardized it from Netflix. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go for uh, it. Uh, Ricky, who is I, uh, Ricky, who I have here in my notes, who is now running the trailer park. Yeah, decides, yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff happens. Yeah, which again, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not counting. I'm just because I'm 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 catching up. Uh, decides to put on a community day, and the ex supervisor Leahy, who still lives there. <laughs> pretends to, pretends to be the supervisor so the and I'm not sure if I have this right international agency of trailer park supervisors <laughs> yep uh will be impressed and with assistant the parks. trailer park supervisors yeah uh will be impressed with the park's leadership um so right off the bat uh I started off really liking this episode because I making more with less is a big thing for me and I think that's a big thing about letter Kenny we talked about um, the scene where everyone starts throwing the glass bottles. Bottle kids, yes! Oh, the bottle kids. That I scene love and, the bottle kids. And I want to get into I want to get into Leahy a little bit later because I have some concerns. But the part where this dude, like, and I'm like, there's no insurance on this. There is, there is like, you can tell there is zero oversight because they are just chucking glass bottles <laughs> at this dude. And he's just standing there, like, not flinching. Glass <laughs> bottles whizzing by his head, breaking off the car. And I'm just like, ooh. I'm like, I don't, oh, I'm like, I don't, oh, no, 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 no. Like, and it's funny, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking of like, there's, there's no crew, there's no cast because there'd have to be an insurance adjuster. And they'd be like, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no way you're doing that. You're not, yeah, so this is another one of those jokes that build so like every time the bottle kids show up it gets like crazier and crazier so you're on yeah. season four so by the time you get to season 12 the bottle kids they're never seen there's just glass being thrown at people and it's it's one of the funniest things when it happens and it, it's one this of those one things of that i love like um i mean i we could compare it to family guy, but like the chicken fights, like how every chicken right. fight, it gets longer and longer. And I just love things like that. And bottle kids yeah. is like one of those recurring jokes that slays me every time I see it. Even when I was watching this and I've seen this episode several times, I'm like, yeah, bottle kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the few times you actually see the bottle kids. That's true. Actually. Yeah. Well, don't yeah. forget too. in later seasons, uh, Ricky and Julian actually start employing the bottle kids to cause chaos and create diversions, which is like a funny idea. They give them <laughs> money and bags of empty bottles to just go and like throw at people. Yeah, it gets wild. So I also that guy is a badass, the dude who plays Leahy. And also I looked him up and he's dead now. Yeah, he passed um, a few yeah, years ago. sucks. Um, but um, Here, here's so a fun fact for you, Ian. His name is John Dunsworth and... Uh, the the sort of brassy, loud redhead that takes care of Corey and Jacob that's supposed to be their girlfriend, Sarah. That's his daughter in real life, Sarah Dunsworth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. No joke. Uh, I definitely, this time, I noticed the, like, hauntingly sweet intro music. Yeah. Uh, right? And, yeah, it's... Well, and then after my... And then after my, my correlation with Gummo, I started to, like, is this just, like, a horror show? Is this just, like, a horror show? <laughs> Am I am I supposed to be am I supposed to be at once like am I supposed to be humored and also terrified because like I couldn't stop thinking of it as like there's this old show called Tales from the Dark Side and they show like this yeah. nice beatific like oak tree with a fence and then it like fades in a negative image and it's like what you thought was cute is actually disturbing and I'm like that's what this is it's, I'm just like it's this like it's like this uh this like deep fried image of like the trailer park with like this really sweet lullaby music and I'm like 
there's just unspeakable horrors in this thing. I'm like, there's a poor, <laughs> there's a poor man being assaulted with glass bottles. <laughs> yeah, but then this this goes back to what I said about them actually like having emotions for each other. Like Ricky set up this community day and he built a wrestling ring for Bubbles because. Right. He's never no, no, had no, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he no, did like a super nice thing for, for Bubbles. It's, I'm not, I, I would not say that it's all gloom and doom. I'm just saying that like at this point, I'm like having trouble shaking that. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm like vaguely unnerved by the show. We're right? seeing and, the seedy underbelly of the trailer park. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm let's put it this way. I'm concerned for everyone's well-being at this point. <laughs> um, so... I hate to say this. At some point in this episode, I thought to myself, I hate bubbles. Oh, oh no. I, Was it before or after he put on the green bastard costume? So, okay, so right after I thought that, uh, <laughs> he put on the green suit, and I believe the line was, and I'm going to throw my sorry Jimmy in advance here. Uh, I just can't wait to start fucking smashing people. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm back on board with, uh, I'm like, it bought him a stay of execution, let's put it that way. I was just like, all right, I'm back on board with Bubbles. And he's got that underbite and just like yeah. the, the laugh. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. So that like, really you, you can't help but just want to like give him a big old hug and tickle his belly. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it was also at this point that I'm convinced that Julian is a porn actor. Uh, Julian, <laughs> Julian has the exact skill set, range, and palette of a dude in porn. It's like he's he says you're, and you're absolutely right. Like he's there to move the plot forward. So he's the guy who comes in and says stuff. But he's also like the guy in the old porn movies. It's just like, hey, what's up? I'm the pizza guy, and I've got your pizza. Sorry, I'm 30 minutes late. Yeah. And it's just like that's that's you're, you're not line. wrong. Like yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing that. So it's and, and not that. Wrong. I'm I'm like now I and and at this point I'm I'm really distracted because I'm like is this just porn level comedy hmm. right and like is is there like cuz like there are, there are different there's like a budget that porn has right and like what's the lowest budget that porn has and what's the lowest budget that comedy has and like how are those two things similar hmm. right um this is like porn budget comedy at this point it's just like like uh again like no punchlines it's just like hey I need you to <laughs> Like a lot of Ricky's, a lot of Ricky's appeal is saying something and then saying it again and throwing in the F word. Right. It's just like, and yeah, that's, the, and that's the, the punchline. The Rickyisms, like, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Some of them are actually pretty, I, I don't know how they do it if they're thought out or he just says whatever, but some of the Rickyisms are just brilliant. Like I say them in normal life, like a toe to so. Like I just say that to people and they're like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, oh yeah, you, why would you understand what a toe to so means? So he, I he think it's something like I told you so is a totally different word. It's so funny to me. I think I quoted one later on. Um, so like Letterkenny is like we talked about Letterkenny being like hamstrung by budgets and like locations and lighting and audio and stuff. But I think this is like this succeeds where Letterkenny fails in that respect, because it feels like where Letterkenny is trying really hard to be a and I'm using air quotes here, professional TV show. Yeah. And they're, they're right. doing everything they can to make it look as professional as possible. Like new sets, you know, stuff like that. And whereas Trailer Park West is like, no, 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 we're just, we're going to go the complete opposite direction. Yep. Like, they're just like, F it, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're, And it, we're, it, it we're, is we're funny because it, it does have that aesthetic, but later on you have people like Fred Savage and Jay Baruchel directing episodes and like, um, the, uh, actually, well, that was part of my note was like, I, at this point, I'm kind of wondering like what, the later seasons look like like how do they get better and like uh when they go when they go to netflix it it's hd um but be, yeah. the first seven seasons it's not some of the movies were too i think 
Um, but yeah, what about the actual green bastard in the wrestling match? What did you think about that? Um, Parts unknown. Uh, yeah, yeah. The overall, I mean, the overall episode. I would say I wasn't a biggest. Uh, I I like this episode less than um, if we were graphing. I like this episode less than season three, episode three. Okay. I I did enjoy it. Um, there was enough there. Um, you know, to keep me entertained and, um, but yeah, like I, I kind of felt myself kind of wavering now. I'm just like, I, I want to, uh, I don't know if it was just me, but I kind of felt like this kind of had less cohesion than the last episode. I don't know. I think that there was less going on. So I think there was more cohesion. It it doesn't have like as, uh, the plot is a lot smaller. I would say like not as much happens. Um, but there's a lot of little moments in here that are really good, like sort of character moments that just get thrown away. Like, I love that Leahy is trying to impress the uh, international committee of blah, 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 whatever. So he orders this big meal and then the delivery guy comes up to Ricky and he's like, uh, are you uh, Jim Leahy? And he's like, yeah, I'm Jim Leahy. I'll take that. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, I got food for uh, community day. Is, yeah, there's so and many I, good I moments. Just, and I just I, love I, the way Ricky deals with that the guy who's from the committee or whatever. He's like... Uh, the guy's like, you want to deal with this strong right hook? And Ricky's like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> and I I also forgot how early on Jacob was in the show because he's like a major character in later seasons. But I just love yeah. when like um when Bubbles as Green Bastards is calling like a long bodied alien with translucent skin. <laughs> and then Jacob, the twiggy alien man. And in the background, Ricky's not even on the camera. He just screams, go f- yourself, Jacob. Sorry, Jim. But it's so funny because like he, he just he hates Jacob. And then eventually, I mean, spoiler alerts, he becomes uh, he, he marries Trinity or he has the baby with uh, Trinity. It's so funny. Like the show is so weird. Which Trinity is Ricky's daughter, Ian. So uh, Jacob oh, okay. becomes Ricky's de facto son-in-law wow and then and then like i don't know i have one more thing to say about this episode that just like absolutely slays me whenever i see it it's when Leahy and the green bastard are going face to face yep and then they get really close and the green bastard goes parts unknown while he rubs fried chicken on please glasses and they just they don't even laugh he just stands there and stares directly through the chicken <laughs> Yeah, he just rubs fried chicken in his glasses. It's and then he so does a little mini grunt at the end. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's still laughing. It's so good. It's so funny. Ian, that is funny. Oh, man. That's all I have to say about this episode. Just rubbing fried chicken on Lay's glasses. <laughs> You like know if, that was ad lib too. Nobody wrote that. No, if and that's why it's so good because Leahy just stands there. He doesn't. His face doesn't change. He doesn't like move out of the way, flinch or anything. And it's just if if I never saw Trailer Park Boys and you showed me that ten seconds, I would have been like, you talked me into it. Let's not even have an episode. I, think, I don't even I need think, to talk about anything else. This right here is it. This is what I signed up for. I I think uh, Dan, I think you're 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 half right there. I don't think they've written. I don't think they write most. I think I think again, getting back to the porn comparison, I think that a lot of the scripts are just stage direction, where it's just like, okay, yeah. um, in this scene, you're 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 really pissed at Leahy, right? And you know you want him to stop, and it's like there's like a line, like you want him to stop 
trying to do this. And then Ricky just goes in. And it's like, I can't believe he's doing this. He, we got to stop him from doing this. Like, I don't think there's a script where it's like, Hey Ricky, repeat yourself four times. Yeah. And just right. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the outtakes aren't good. I'm sure all the good stuff is. Oh no. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's just a lot of like, like, because again, it, it just kind of seems with like their budget, like they probably have a lot of time for takes. So they probably just, and, and probably not a lot of time for editing or, you know, so it's just like, we'll just, we'll just, you know, do it a couple of times add you know, an ad, ad lib your lines, get the point across and we'll go from there. Um, at least that's what it seems like, but, uh, yeah. but it, it works. You know what I mean? It's definitely, um, but so, uh, so yeah. No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, I, I was going to say, was... do you want to get into the next episode, which is my personal favorite trailer park boys episode, which oh, is uh, season four, too. episode yeah, five conky. So bubbles has a toothache. <laughs> and for some reason, they insist on him going to the hospital. Although that seems like something they wouldn't want to do. Well, his um, jaw's infected. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. got an abscess. Bubbles refuses to go to the hospital. And Julian decides that the only way to get him to go along is to find his old doll, Conky. The doll is possessed and Ricky spends most of the episode cursing at it. <laughs> it's been, it's been a, it's been a week since I wrote these notes. So I'm kind of rereading them. Yeah. I watched these three weeks ago, but like, it's, it's just so fun. This episode is so slapsticky, which, um, is just another level of funny that the show does pretty well. This was my least favorite episode. What? Wow. Wow. But Ian, he glued the wing of a bomber to his bird. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I love that the B plot is running like it coincides with the A plot, which literally like while they're on this quest to get Conky and get Bubbles tooth removed, Ricky is gluing things to his face and then hallucinating (laughs) from the glue. (laughs) I I will say the gluing the gluing the rag part to his face was funny. Cause, cause then essentially you're just like huffing glue and yep. that, I like that part. Um, I did not like Conky. I did not like the voice of Conky. I did not like Julian cursing at Conky. Uh, it, it seemed like, um, it, it just, it seemed like a one note joke and they just did it. I was, cause like, as soon as I was like, Oh, Ricky doesn't like the doll. And I'm like, so it's going to be him bitching at the doll. And then the episode was him bitching at the doll. And I'm just like, yeah, but he was hallucinating. He thought it was real. It was funny. He was but also like, like it's a real person. He when he held the gun to it, and Julian's like, "Ricky, come on, you're gonna blow through the doll and kill Bubbles." <laughs> and then Julian, the straight guy, the whole time, eventually he just blows Conky's head off with a gun, like he could have blew his hand off. It's so yeah. funny and crazy. And every all the antics at the veterinarian, uh, Sam Wasco is a recurring character who also gets disheveled as the seasons go on. But like, and then Leahy and Randy are after them the whole time and everything with the dog pee. It was so funny. Uh, my notes here are, <laughs> I, have, I have the joke of Ricky getting hit in the face was pretty okay. And then below that, uh, sorry, Jimmy, I have Conky is a f***. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the note. I don't But I actually Um, love that they gave like Bubbles a little bit of pathos, like not to get too deep here, but they knew that the only way for Bubble to have the courage to get his tooth removed was to be empowered by Conky, because with Conky, (laughs) he can actually like live out these like sort of confrontational fantasies that he can't do. It's just like Green Bastard. Real Bubbles can't tell people off, but through Green Bastard or Conky, he can. It's so crazy. I swear to God, it's like you guys are reading my notes because literally my note right after that is, uh, I have a guess that a big part of this episode's creation has to do with the guy who plays Bubbles wanting to give Ricky, like, shit for a change. Sorry, yeah. Jimmy. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just like, like it was like, hey, we need a vehicle where Bubbles can really just lay into Ricky and say all oh, this means stuff. Not just like, Ricky. Right, do it through a puppet. Yeah. Conky also oh, yeah, calls yeah, yeah. Julian Patrick Swayze through the entire episode. That's true. Yeah. yeah <laughs> What's yeah. the matter? That actually was. That you want to go funny. dirty dancing, Patrick Swayze? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do really like the idea of picking something out like that of thin air and just laying on it. Yeah, uh, I I have a habit of like back when like you used to play online games like with random people. Uh, it was yeah. like I would just purposely mispronounce someone's gamer tag and just say it that way over and over again because it really just like Irritates. it really it's infuriating after a while. Yeah, that's what Howard Stern does. He mispronounces people's name and they get really upset. He's been doing it for decades and it's hilarious every time. Um, so. I feel we, that if this was a go ahead. No, I was going to say we can move on to the next episode. If we, what, no. you you guide the conversation, sir. You're shitting all over our favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of one of my notes was I feel like there's not a huge uh, a huge separation between the characters. I feel like it's literally just dumb, dumber, and dumbest. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that's, that's awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it's also it's also kind of hard to like give those people their own personalities. Then you know what I mean. I don't know. It's it's not like they need personalities, right? So you didn't see this a lot. It, it came up a little, but it wasn't very explained. It wasn't explained very well um, with Randy Bobandi. So he never wears a shirt, and it's not really explained. But when when he fights people, he takes his pants off. So there's like these little things like, and and he's obsessed with cheeseburgers. So you'll see that in the next episode. Like he, he's always eating cheeseburgers and he takes his pants off when he fights. Like that's Randy. That's Bobandy, baby. That's all I need to know. I don't need a backstory. I don't need to know why he doesn't wear or like when he did wear the and shirt. He used he gets to like be a male oily. prostitute named Dallas. Yeah, that's in one of the movies. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's, there's all the, like, I don't need character development, but, like, that's his thing. And then, uh, the, like, Leahy has, he is the liquor and all this other I stuff. I am the liquor. Yeah, there, it's just, I don't know. I, I think that's part of the charm of the show is that, like, every season there's always, like, new schemes and the characters, like, have their little quirks. And, um, you know, Corey and Trevor are, like, they don't grow as characters, they're just like they're you tropes. Know. Well, I think the I mean, and a lot of idea the idea of sitcoms is that everything resets at the end. You know what I mean? And that's the that's the idea of, of usual sitcoms, right? Like like everything kind of reverts to the status quo, right? And thing, things do change. And right. like when they go to jail and they come back, sometimes that's part of the story. Or like at one point, Ricky goes back to school. He's trying to like graduate for his daughter. Like there there's there are things like that that mm -hmm. continue. But like at the end of the day, I don't I don't care. <laughs> The uh, I also have the guy who plays the vet. You said he's a recurring character. Sam Oscar, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I have. He's the camera operator for porno. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's so like, this guy's not. That... This guy's not an actor, but he's definitely the guy who runs the camera. Oh man! In later seasons, it, he is. Well, they start out by wild. making fun of him by calling him a caveman, and by the season eleven, he's a literal caveman. He lives in yeah. the woods with a loincloth. <laughs> So I did. I did have one more note, um, and and I, I'm not trying to to shit on your favorite episode here, Dan. Although I guess it's kind of uh, unavoidable at this point. Uh, the part where they wake up in the drunk tank at the end of the episode is, I think, the worst part of this sh this show that I've seen. It it was so poorly framed. It was so poorly acted. It was like I just like I left the episode just going like, oh, like I just I I didn't want to watch it. I just, I was like, I was, okay. I was, here, I can say that I was turned off by this episode. Uh, right. Here's my counter argument. Don't let that guide uh, whether you're talked into this or not, because you and I, we love SNL. We talk about it all the time. Uh, there are some 
terrible scenes, terrible episodes, terrible seasons that you're just like, ugh, this is awful. But we still love that little boy and we go back to Yeah, it. but Jeff, you yeah, can't yeah, make yeah. that argument because we picked five episodes, so they should be the cream of the co- crop. Uh, no, no, but, I, but humor, okay. is, humor is very subjective. And I, and I will say, if we can segue, yeah. uh, that the next episode that we talked about was my favorite episode. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. If you love something, set it free, which is season four, episode six. Uh, Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles find a mountain lion eating their weed. Matters are complicated when Bubbles befriends the beast, naming it Steve French. <laughs> so I looked on the internet for longer than I care to admit, and I couldn't figure out what Steve French they were referring to. There were a couple of Steve Frenches. Uh, most of them are American singers and things like that, but I was... Uh, all right, I'm just going to say this. This whole episode made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> At one point, I was pacing back and forth in front of the computer screen. Uh, because as we spoke earlier, there is no oversight on this show. There is there is no one in charge. There is no dad on the set. There is no go- going like, no, you absolutely cannot do this. So when they're like, we're going to bring a mountain lion onto the set with, with ca- actors who... I am convinced are drinking throughout the filming of this. I'm like, I'm like, something is going to go horribly wrong. I have not seen Tiger King, but I do know what exotic oh. animals like that can do. Yeah, it's it's um, pretty effed up. So like, yeah, I mean, I can I can just like the thought of getting a glass bottle or twenty glass bottles thrown at my head. It's like, hey, do you want to get 20 glass bottles thrown at your head where people are going to try to miss? Or do you want to spend five minutes next to a fucking mountain lion in these guys? Bottles every time. Sorry, Jimmy. Uh, so, so, so I think like after rewatching this for this episode, I did notice that there's a lot of uh, like stock footage of mountain lions where yeah, there is or they're off screen. But there to Ian's credit, there are also a lot of scenes where Bubbles is literally hugging and yes. petting a mountain lion. Ah. And the leash is a chain with duct tape around it. Like it's not even yep. a collar. It's yep. li- it literally looks like they just know a guy who has a mountain lion and is like, yeah, I'll come down to the trailer park for my trailer park. It's right. so yeah. crazy. Yeah, I can see that like they're they're drinking, like two of the guys are drinking and one of them shows up and goes, dude, did you know so-and-so has a mountain lion? And they're like, what? Let's like, write an episode. Fil- yeah. yeah, he said he let us film it. Oh, we're doing this. What about uh, what about the actual episode? Like, the, calling it a Sam Squanch is like something that Trailer Park Boys fans just latched onto. The Sam Squanch is just like, I don't know. It's one of those things that everybody talks about. I don't think Sam Squanch is particularly funny. Okay, well, you're off the uh, podcast. You're never so- welcome. <laughs> Maybe you're a fucking Sam Squanch. Sorry, Jim. Uh, I So I... I I don't like Sam Squinch, but I will say this. Uh, and sorry, Jamie, the shit abyss part. Be <laughs> yes. The favorite, the best thing I've seen in any of the episodes. I wrote that in the, all caps in my notes, the uh, shit abyss. Like I, I, it, dude, he goes on about that. There is an episode where he talks about the shit wins that we wanted to put in here, but we just had to cut it down. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so the the yeah the shit abyss part was was phenomenal. Uh, I really like the part when Ricky questions Randy about it. Yeah, and he's just like, I know about. it. He's like, Oh yeah, what does it mean? And it's just like, and Randy said to my dad, I'm like, That's really funny. I was just like that. Um, I also yeah, thought I, Ian, I thought you might personally appreciate the way that Bubbles uh, decides to release Steve French back to the wild 
but to slowly wean him off the dope by building a <laughs> weed food dispenser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I mean, I'm, a, it's weird because, um, I'm, I'm very pro marijuana, but I'm very usually anti marijuana culture. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really find them leaning on that too hard. Uh, but I did, I, again, like I did, I, I like this episode a lot. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I want to know why all of Leahy's clothes don't fit. None of the clothes he wears fits. And it's like, I, I'm assuming they're just wearing their own clothes. So does he, did he just used to be fat and then lost a lot of weight? And well, this is, this is also at the point where like, he's, he's just way down on his luck. He's living out of his car and there's pallets around his car. That's like his house that he lives uh, in. It's just, and, and Randy making the burgers and Steve French eats it and he blames it on, uh, he blames it on a tiger. Well, Jeff, I have to make a small correction. He's, uh, Leahy and Randy are actually living in a pop-up tent that used to be Leahy's oh, right. and Barb's when they were married together. So it oh, says you're right. Barb yeah, and yeah. Jim on the back of it. You're right. But there are the pallets on the ground with this. Yeah, yeah. That's how they yeah, made yeah. their porch. And, yeah, I forgot getting, about that. It's so getting fun. back Getting back to the point about like them just knowing someone with a mountain lion and deciding to put it in the show. Like one of my notes was like, was uh, someone splurged on a night vision lens and wanted to show it off, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, the very beginning. Yeah. 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 Oh man, there, I just want to talk about other episodes that we didn't put in here, but I'm not going to. Uh, yeah. Oh. I don't know, man. This this is just a, this is a good one. This so was this, this was my first pick to show you. Um, there, although there is, I think this was this isn't uh, one of the uh, Rickyisms or whatever, but this was one of the things where I, I kind of brought up. Uh, my distaste for the kind of formal structure that the show has is that one of the punchlines uh, <laughs> I have the note is something or something is fucking with our weed and it's fucking pissing me off. <laughs> like that's Sorry, an Jim. actual punch. That's an actual punchline from the show. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be so much fun to edit. <laughs> it's going to be so much. Fun oh, to hear I'm back. so used to it. He loves it. Sometimes I do it on purpose. So one thing yeah, I meant to bring up earlier, but as we segue into the last episode that we had Ian watch, Ian, have you noticed, it's pretty subtle, It's I don't think it's ever referred to throughout the history of the show, but have you noticed that uh, Julian has a rum and coke in his hand at all yes. times? There's never <laughs> okay, a yeah. moment that he doesn't yes. have a rum and yes. coke. And that is absolutely one hundred percent a Roman code. I think that in one of these, I think in one of these episodes, it's addressed because like he had to pick something up and it became a, a thing. Yeah, Bubbles um, ends up yelling at him. He's like, "Could you put the drink down and help me?" And he's like, "Bubbles, <laughs> I got a drink here." But that is that is funny. I can see that. I can see where Letterkenny kind of kind of took that idea from Trailer Park Boys because we were talking about there's an uh, an episode where they call out uh, Squirrely Dan for yeah. pluralizing everything and not call him out, but they start unnecessarily pluralizing right. things and it drives him crazy. <laughs> But they, um, so yeah, they both take a yeah. long time to address it. Like, I don't think Bubbles has that line until, like, season eight or nine. That's great. There's yeah, also really something cool. in this episode where when you're watching a lot of it, you you kind of forget, like, this is supposed to be, like, a documentary that they're making. And there's a right. rare moment when Ricky addresses the crew and he grabs the boom yep. mic and just throws it. It was <laughs> it so funny. Every yeah, time. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. I, I don't know if you guys are watching what we do in the shadows on FX, but Not they had yet. a moment. Where it's like a it's like a mockumentary thing, but there's a moment in one of the episodes where uh, one of the people they're filming is getting chased by vampires, not the main vampires in the show, and like he gets away, and the camera crew is still there, and all the vampires just look back, and like you see the camera kind of shake, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like oh no, they saw us, and then they just start running at them, and you see the boom mic go flying. It's very funny. Um, I love that, I love that he just grabs the microphone too. He's like, is this fucking close enough for you? It's so good. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. 
Yeah. Uh, so the last episode we had you watch was apparently season six. Episode yeah, season six, six episode, episode three. three, high definition piss jugs. Which is funny because it's not in HD. And I think that is <laughs> yeah, so funny. Right. Like it's obviously intentional um, because a, a big point of the show is that the news is now being uh, filmed in HD, but we can't see it in HD. It's kind of like when yeah. Blu-rays first came out and they were advertising it on DVDs and they would put the comparison. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's 480 or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, when a local TV station comes to Sunnyvale, Corey and Trevor try to publicize their business, and Bubbles tries to promote his Kittyland love center. <laughs> uh, I really That's have... what I call my bedroom. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, right off the bat, I, I really, I like this episode, and I like this episode because it made me think. Um, but the first thing I saw that I really loved was convenience <laughs> spelled with a D. Oh, yeah. Convenience <laughs> store. I was like, all right, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, and uh, and I have a note here: Corey and Trevor must be mechanics or something in real life because it just seems like <laughs> those guys have no. Like they literally just seem like people they put, pulled off the street. Isn't like, Trevor like a pastor now or something? Like he left the show and Jacob yep. kind of filled his role, but he's like a man of the cloth or something. The the part where Ricky is like uh, pulling garbage off the back of the truck and dumping it in Bubbles' yard, and he's like, <laughs> people might people might want this stuff, and he takes an old CRT TV and then just yeah. chucks it into the yard. I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. calls it like Garbage Land or something. So this is yeah. what I was talking about, making me think. Uh, my percent chance that the piss in those piss jugs were filled with actual piss it looks like real piss it did look like real piss i want everyone to think about the setup conversation about the scene just imagine these and i'm going to use air quotes again just imagine these actors telling their families that they have to piss in a jug and keep it for like two weeks because it's quote for a TV show, right? And just like, just like telling all these like extras or actors like, yeah, if you guys could just like piss in a Deer Park jug. I love how like Ian weeks. is just making up behind the scenes stories as if it's real. But I'm just and I'm I'm like, I think it about up. this every single time. That, so I 100% yeah, yeah. agree. That's with you. all I was thinking about the entire thing. I'm like, where'd they get the piss jugs? So I, I got to tell a side story. Um, back when we were in high school, we were in Dan and I were in bands together and we'd go over one of our friend's house who walked by and we would practice and record stuff. So there was a group of us. There was like two or three bands and then just friends. We would hang out. And um, one day we went over and for some reason we couldn't use, we couldn't go upstairs in his house. His downstairs was like the studio hangout area. And he might've either been taking a poop or like his toilet was broke, but we couldn't use the bathroom. So me and uh, a friend, Ryan, we pee in Gatorade bottles because we had to. Uh, and then we were outside hanging out. I think Dan's band might've been practicing or something. And this, our my friend, he just, takes the bottles. He's like, dude, Jeff, check this out. Uh, duh, duh. And he just throws them in the air as high as he can, <laughs> runs away and just watch the bottles full of piss hit the ground and explode. And I'm standing like at the top of the driveway. It was a steep hill um, at the door and I'm laughing. I'm like, ha yeah, you just threw our piss. And then we thought nothing of it. And we left the bottles there. We went back, we finished our day. Um, and then we told our friends whose house it was a story. And he was like, my mom's going to be real upset about that. Um, and then <laughs> a few days later, he tells us a story how his uh, one of his neighbors 
came to his door. His mom answered and was like, your your son's friends were throwing bottles. And she's holding these two bottles just <laughs> dripping with uh, uh. what she assumed to be a Gatorade because they were Gatorade bottles. And it is so funny to me that she just picked up our smashed piss bottles and then <laughs> our friend got in trouble for it. It was great. What is very funny to me. And that was Pretty Jeff's good. best day ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my, my piss jug story. Until today. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I was concerned I was concerned in this episode about Leahy um being actually drunk on set. <laughs> and then and then went and then went back and watched a couple of episodes and I have a feeling that he's an alcoholic and that like really needed some help. Uh he really seemed like he is intoxicated all the time on the show. I actually oh, know a little bit about this. Is that true? Am I right? You are not right. He is a <gasps> oh, sober individual who does not yeah, even like to drink. I heard that. And that's he is so the only awesome. one out of the entire cast who is an actual actor. He was a stage actor. That's so well, I that's yeah, kudos to him. That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, also I'm like, coincidentally, uh Randy, his sidekick, is so not an actor that he maintained a job as a manager at Crystal Rock through the entire length of the series. I've heard that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they don't. They don't wow. get paid well for that. It's no, just like no. A, I'm sure they don't. A side <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that's sad. that's absolutely fair. kudos to that guy. Um, I have some notes here. Julian pouring water in the dog bowl for Corey was great. <laughs> um, uh, and here's the thing: I'm I'm having trouble because again, it was like a, a week or two ago that I watched these. I have uh, the last ten seconds uh, were great, but I can't remember what happens in the last ten seconds. They. Uh, <sighs> I don't know about the last 10 seconds, but at the end, they were watching the HD news on an old tube TV that was staticky. And, and Bob was like, it looks, looks so good. good. Well, it's HD. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the B storyline in this episode, which is that uh, Ricky's father, Ray, has been kicked out of the trailer oh, park for the, uh, yeah. the piss jugs and has been forced to live in the dump. It's and he road. is trying his hardest to give the illusion that he likes it there. <laughs> yeah, but then when he runs into Leahy, as Leahy's about to leave, he's like, "Hey, uh, Jim, buddy, uh, I prefer if you didn't uh, tell anyone you saw me here." So I that was uh, so I have a note here that nothing about Ricky's dad living at the dump is funny, um, and and I and hold on, I maintain that, but because um, I'm watching this and I'm just like, this is just sad. It's not funny. It's like the guy living in a fucking dump. But then in the end when they cut to late, he's like, at least I don't live in a dump. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's, a good, it's, a good, it's a good payoff. I also uh, like that that's, so. that's not just a throwaway. That becomes like a plot where they actually like go to the dump to help his dad get rid of dump bees because he's getting stung by bees that live at the dump. <laughs> And there's <laughs> seagulls attacking him and stuff. It's, well, he also likes. He also has a distillery at the dump at one point. Yeah, they make their own <laughs> it's, liquor it's up there. Crazy. Uh, so I did uh, by accident watch season seven, episode three, Three Good Men Are Dead. Um, although I don't have a lot of notes on it, but it's two cops try to kill Leahy, Randy, and Phil Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins, the for mustard not, tiger, Philadelphia for Collins. Not, for not filing search warrants against Julian and Jarek, who are two new characters. But my first note was, holy crap, they got a bigger budget. <laughs> uh, you could just tell that in season seven, like there was a definite change in yeah. the way the show looked. Uh, and then my other, uh, <laughs> the other notes I ever, curse words mean nothing to me anymore. <laughs> um, uh, 
the part uh, the part where the car hit the tree was sorry Jimmy fucking magical uh, the part where Lady's driving the car and like skims the side of the car with the tr- uh, like skims the side of the tree with the, like the side of the car and like it just blows part of the door panel off yeah like I was like I thought that was so great um but yeah I I liked it and I, I like I said I only watched the first couple minutes of chlamydia um where I got to hear the line why does God insist on fist f***ing me in the ass. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. So now we're at the part of the show where we're going to ask you what your overall opinions on Trailer Park Boys um, is, are, um, before we ask you the, the most important question. Um, so so what do you think overall? So overall, I'd have to say um, I was pleasantly surprised, but not impressed. Okay. Um, I feel that I obviously I think with this with stuff like this where it's heavily recommended, and yet there's something that stops you from pulling the trigger on it. There's always some sort of fear or trepidation where it's like I don't think this is going to be for me, or I don't think I'm going to like this. Like with Letterkenny, it was like, well, I don't really care about Hicks, and I'm not really into like Canadian culture, so why do I care? Um, I think that my overall impression is is that I if this had just been another show, if this had come out post it's always sunny or post the office i think i would have a much worse impression of it right um i, I think i would be, it'd be easy to write it off as kind of a pale interpretation but seeing that this show is like paved the way for a lot of this stuff and i'm not saying directly responsible for stuff like the office but i mean there is definitely like there is that like they were doing this before anybody else was doing it. Right. um so i think that there's a lot to be said about that there's um there's this really crappy little movie that I love called, I don't love it, uh, but it's called The Last Broadcast. And it's very similar in tone and like, it's like a like a, a found footage kind of movie or like a fake documentary, but it came out before The Blair Witch, but it kind of got mm-hmm. no, like popular after The Blair Witch. And people are like, oh, this is just a ripoff. And I'm like, actually they did it first and they might not have yeah. done it as well, but you can't say that it's a ripoff. And I think I have a huge amount of respect for what these guys have done. So I think it's one of those things where my overall impression is it, it might not be something that I love rapidly, but it definitely is something where um, I, well, I can enjoy it and respect it from afar. Uh, Jimmy, why don't why don't you ask Ian the question so we could be a little more uh, uh, candid? Okay, Ian, did Dan, Jeff, and I talk you into Trailer Park Boys? Yes, you talked to me. Into oh, yeah, we did it. And guys. I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be. Hiro very, Nakamura approves. I'm gonna be yeah. very specific here. Um, I came into this episode expecting to say that I was not talked into it. <laughs> okay, oh, um, that's good. We talked you into it. You, you literally talked me into it. I, oh, I watched yeah. the episodes and I was just like, those are my favorites. And I, 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 you know, I, um, yeah, I think you guys did a really good job. And I, and again, it's one of those things where. Uh, with Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or these shows that I don't watch, um, but I understand that they're well-made. Like, not watching something doesn't equate to not liking it or, or right. thinking that it's bad. It's just that I can't consume all of culture. Um, you know, and, and there has to be stuff where it's okay for me to say, like, I'm not going to finish Breaking Bad, right? Like, I'm not saying that it's a terrible show or, or whatever. I'm just saying that, like, it wasn't my thing and that's okay. Um, yeah. I I do think I'll go back. I, I, what I Here's what I would really like. I'd like to hear a second round of recommendations. And I would like to go back and specifically rewatch the green bastard because I remember the fried chicken scene, right? <laughs> but it's one of those things where I was kind of like, eh, yeah, it's all right. But like hearing you guys like, just like be so effusive about it. I'm like, 
Yeah, I gotta go yeah, back. Yeah, I, I can. I'll give you some recommendations, like some of the movies or some later episodes, or even like the animated ones. In season one of the animated series, there's another Steve French appearance, and because it's, it's animated, you can do more yeah. stuff with a mountain lion. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, yeah, that that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. There's a, a lot of stuff uh, to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I felt myself when I was watching it becoming very critical about it. Um, and again, but it's impossible to make those. But comparisons. you're you're going to start loving the character. Like if you start from the beginning, you're going to be in on all the inside jokes. There's probably little subtle stuff you didn't pick up on because, like, right. you know, you don't really know Corey and Trevor or uh, J Rock. He was in a couple episodes, but he's just like a white rapper that is. He has some incredible scenes that I know you would love, but like it wasn't highlighted in these episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm 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 interested to watch a couple more episodes for sure. So yeah, whatever. Uh, That's awesome. That's awesome. So on the next well, episode, we are talking Ian yes. into Breaking Bad. No, we're not. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, we're we're just going to talk him into El Camino without having seen Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, I watched Breaking Bad up until the bottle episode. So I've seen like I think maybe about half of it. Oh, so what? really, and you gave up? Oh boy, hmm. we just got. I got. I got really, really bored. That's it's okay. We don't my, all have my, to like everything. Yeah, hold we on, do. Yeah. It's my favorite TV show. I, of all time. I, no, 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 no. And hold on again. Like, I'll, no, I want to reiterate. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying Breaking Bad is a crappy show. Like, I, I, I mean, all the performances were amazing. I got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to go through another three seasons of like these crescendos, and you know what I mean. I'm just like, you know. All right. Well, next episode we're revisiting a format we've done three times before. This will be the fourth time we're doing it. A record roundtable where Dan, Jimmy, and I each pick one record from one artist that we enjoy, and we try to talk the other person into it. And we we might not like everything this artist has done, but we like one album by them. And um, yeah, it's gonna be you, it's gonna be fun be, and whimsical. Will you be playing snippets of the records on the show? No, because no. the government will not allow it. Okay, then I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's we're going to tell you what album it is um, the episode before that in the show notes. But I'm, we're not going to say it now because it's a surprise for when we record. We haven't recorded that part yet. But yeah, check out the show notes and <laughs> this episode. And those those are the episode. Those are the albums we're listening. Jeff is I'm doing done. a great Good job. Night, for for fans of music i'm gonna i'm gonna brain learn this baby real good ian we had a great time with you on these two episodes where can people find you online you can find me on twitter at ian underscore face uh i'm on facebook and instagram too but who cares um (laughs) and you have a website and i have a website as well uh, ianmondrick.com and there will probably be a kickstarter hopefully uh, sometime later this year for Tomb of so, the uh, Red Horse. Tomb Tomb of the Red Horse. Yeah, Ooh, which will be coming out next. By the way, I see your three volumes of uh, Saga back there, and they're pretty gorgeous. Thank you. I have, I have them myself. Yeah. I see your turtles. That's yeah. all I can see, and your beautiful eyes. Oh, uh, Jeff, where can people find you yes. online? People could find me on Instagram at Large Hardon Collider, and um, I post I post stuff about the show. I post stuff about food. I post stuff about babies. Music. Pretty soon. Yeah, that's going to be probably a lot of stuff because uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I like baby anonymity, but also like I'm going to be a dad. Well, you can so just post pictures dope. of onesies. That's cute. Hey, you. Yeah, you yeah. Got- I got a, we got a, a onesie with oysters on it. I told you guys about That's pretty cool. I like oysters a lot. <laughs> do you, do you, you guys are, you guys are foodies. I really want to try butter chicken. 
Uh, oh yeah, I it's think, great. But I but I think I'm allergic to cumin. Can I make it without cumin, or is that like like blasphemy? No, you, you, you can, can make it without. Just don't use a spice amp- blend because it will come with cumin in it. Yeah, if you make your own spice, we'll just substitute it. Maybe like put some more garam masala in there or something. I don't know. You yeah, Ian, try recipe. butter chicken. We want to welcome you to the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, it's not my fault. I have. Well, it is my fault. I have a limited diet. Huh. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you online? <laughs> they can find me at Son of a Fitch. S O N N A V A F I T C H. It's the pun. You can find it anywhere. Dan, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under the name Danny underscore Breakdown, where I'll be tweeting about actual food trends from now, from the year 2020. <laughs> Thank you for listening Land to you. Talk Rhubarb. Into. Oh, wait. We should talk about where you could find the podcast. Jim, hit it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing a shitty band. Yeah, hit, hit the it, post, Jim. Jimmy. It's, it's just the level of professionalism is just so refreshing. It's this a- is such a shit show. They can find the podcast at Talk Me Into on Twitter. Uh, talk me into at gmail.com if you feel so inclined you can send us an email there and uh, thank you for listening to talk me into and uh, thanks Ian for being on the podcast and uh, you're never welcome again no thank you guys so much for having me I really appreciate it even if I'm never allowed back I'll still listen aww you are say something very emotional right here at the end Jeff, I'm I'm so happy that you're about to embark on this voyage of a father, and I, I can't wait to be to be alongside you for it. You're gonna do great. Oh, that was actually really sweet. I wasn't expecting that. Let me get that one really good cough out so then like I'm good and I'm reset. <laughs> oh wow. Everybody get our coughs out. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wait. All right. We're- wait. <laughs> I'm good. Are we all recording? Yes. Yeah. Want to see my cat hightail it out of here as soon as I clap? <laughs> hold on. Hold all on. Right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, wanna, I don't have my camera. Oh yeah. I can. All I can see is cat ass in the fucking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Great. G-O. Great. That we was a really it, bad countdown. No, it was great. He counted three, two, one, and then clapped. Um, I mean, I hold on. Can we just? I don't want to waste time because I know I'm on a time crunch here. But what? How was it a bad countdown? I mean, he hit all the bases. Yeah, but there was a pause. But he went three, two, one. Well, there was a pause because the internet. That's why we're clapping. Oh, okay, fellas. All right, count oh. us down. Count us down, baby. Three, two, one. Is that better for you, Dan? Yes. Good. Good. You're I'm welcome. glad. Let's do it, boys. <laughs> is that a right. is that a thing they do it's yeah. bubbles when he gets excited jimmy we oh. count down okay ian why don't you bring us back however you would like there's no real way to do it just be you girl it just has to start with okay fellas <laughs> oh it does okay it doesn't have no, it to doesn't. but it, it can <laughs> i really have to blow my nose can, can i can i just take a second i'm sorry yeah this will be at the end of the episode that's hot. It's, there's like one person that's really into hearing noses being blown at the end of the episode. That's just going to be like, this is what I signed up for. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> well, so well, Ian, you, you like, you like comic books. We've established that you make them yourselves. Are you a fan of Warren Ellis? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Warren Ellis. Well, next episode, uh, we're not going to have you on, but I'm going to have. No, uh, Jeff, Dan- you're not. No, you're not. You're doing it out of order. How am I doing it out of Next order? episode that's going to air is the record roundtable. I'm looking mm. at the list right here. 
that you made. Mm, is that true? <laughs> this is your list. Oh, man, he's got receipts. Trailer Park true? Boys, Record Roundtable 4. Oh, shit. You're right. So you can retake <laughs> well, that. I was looking it. at the wrong list. Yeah. I take that back. Ian, you like Warren Ellis? Well, we already had an episode that came out several weeks ago that you could listen to. <laughs> Actually, five episodes ago. <laughs> Can't yeah. wait. Hey, Ian, you like music? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate it, Jeff. I can't stand it. The end. You're welcome. <laughs> that was adorable. What will we talk you into next? I don't know. An episode that came out two months ago. What an idiot I am. I was looking at our recording schedule, not the actual schedule. Uh, you want to clap us All out? Right, Jimmy. Clap us out, baby. Yeah. 11 o'clock, right on the dot, Ian. We're fucking wow. good, baby. You're, you're fucking you're, you're Navy SEALs. <laughs> All right, four. <laughs> oh my god! I told you he's not a good counter. All right, guys, all right, seven and a half. <laughs>